Who's ready? Raise your hand. All See? right. Everybody <laughs> in public, just raise their hands. Yes. What? Welcome back, you animals. Animals. Is this officially season two? This is this is not only season two. This is episode two of season two. Oh. This is the Groundhog Day of episodes. Not that it is going out on Groundhog Day, but that it is two two. Season two, mm-hmm. episode two. I guess this is my season two premiere. What? This is my season two premiere. Right? No, no, no. We're just recording out of order. Okay. We're going to record an episode that's just you and me. Hey, Alan, maybe you should cut this part out. Hey, Alan, don't cut anything. <laughs> Whatever happens in this episode, oh my God. don't you cut it. I don't <laughs> care if someone falls. I don't care if someone swears. Don't you cut it. <laughs> Which also means nobody say anything. Oh, my mic is very bad. All right, don't cut any of that. But now, guess what? What? The episode started. Woo-hoo! Welcome to Dress for the Podcast You Want. My name is David Andrew Laws, and I am just the best. With me. As always, is my co-host, Megan Greener. Hello. Megan, Hello. how are you? Uh, fine. I'm fine. Just fine? Yeah. Rubbing that eye a little bit. Yep. Got You got the pink eye? No, just, I guess, that nervous tick, you know. Oh, That one nervous? that made you fall in love with me. Nervous to be back. <laughs> is that the one that got me this this job. The nervous tick? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to have a nervous tick, podcasting is not a bad profession for it. <laughs> Unless it were a vocal tick. And you were like, meh. Every couple of minutes. <laughs> Isabel, you don't have to pretend that you're not here. I don't? Oh, no. good. I keep, I keep, you're laughing like <laughs> off my and you don't have to do that. Laughter is good. Laughter is oh a good gosh. thing to have. Because there will someday be no more laughter. Who's going to steal it? Uh, the, uh, the, uh, Alan, that. if you want to put like a record scratch in there, that's great. Don't, Alan, don't give him, don't give him. Per- Things a, to do. A, don't give him permission. And yeah, B don't, B, don't task him. He's got, he's got enough on his plate. I said, if you want to. Okay. Well, Alan, don't want to. There. That's my advice. What do you want to say to Alan? Um, hi, Alan. You deserve more support. Did you say Alan? Alan. Alan, you deserve more support. Don't talk to Alan. Why not? You just told, wow, you're bitch. All right. <laughs> here's, the, here's what's up. Our guest today is Isabel Culpepper. Hiya. And Isabel is a child. Yeah, I'm a whole child. And I, I'm not <laughs> saying that to be pejorative. I'm not saying that to be anything other than factual. Yes, um, I am, in fact, 16 years old. So no yes. swearing on the podcast today. Ever. Fuck. Stop. <laughs> Isabel, no. <laughs> Did you ask your parents if you could be on the podcast? No, I actually didn't. <laughs> didn't Megan tell you to ask your parents? No. no I just asked if she was available. Oh, well, maybe we'll get sued. I don't know. Sorry. I don't know if there are rules about having a minor on a podcast. I don't Alan, think so. Alan, will you look and see if there's any rules about having a minor on a podcast, please? Alan, send my parents an email. Do a quick Google search <laughs> and then send <laughs> Isabel's parents an email. Uh, their email addresses are at isabelsparents.com. Um, and then do us a favor, send yourself an email and <coughs> write out all your favorite things. All your favorite things? You yep. can CC us if you want. Uh, you can, but don't. <laughs> but put a record scratch in here. <laughs> and here. <laughs> yes. We love Alan. All right. <laughs> we stand. Let's get back. Let's get back to it. Mm-hmm. Isabel. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Thank you. Tell all the glorious people about you. Um, my name is Isabel Culpepper. I am a sixteen year old I wanna say performer. An artist. And do it. Because that... You have my permission. <laughs> I feel like that encompasses what I do most, but um, I feel most confident in the medium of like 
poetry and music and lyrics. You're an artist. Yeah. yeah. Gosh dang it. Yeah, that yep. stuff. She um, is she is an all around artist. Uh-huh. I would some might say prodigy. Mm-hmm. Uh, some might say cabbage, but uh-huh. you know, I don't mm-hmm. know why they yeah. would say that. And Isabel, uh, you are a student at a group called Developing Artists. I am. Where Megan is a teacher and where Jill Arman, who we had on a couple episodes ago, is a teacher. And where I come in and muck about. Mm -hmm. And Isabel and I are writing a dang musical. We're writing a whole musical. (sighs) And Not only are we writing a musical, (laughs) we're writing a musical within a musical. Yes, there's two. It's it's a lot of um, wall breaks. Yes, wild. You Can you both tell the people... What this musical is based on, or can um, we? What are we allowed to say about the musical? I don't think there's anything we can't say. Oh, okay. If there is, then I've broken all of the rules. Uh, then it's <laughs> Rent. Yeah, we're writing Rent. We wrote Rent. <laughs> <laughs> we wrote a sequel to Rent called Rent Two. <laughs> uh, more Rent. Yes. No, no, no. Fuck that. <laughs> they raised the rent. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it is a modern retelling of Midsummer Night's Dream, mm-hmm. set at a college. In Massachusetts. Apparently. Yes. We just, just decided fe- tonight. Mm-hmm. It's in Massachusetts. Mm. The, uh, they, they had a writing session before recording this. Yeah, it's yes. been, we've been workshopping it for a while and it's gotten a couple of readings and it's about to get a big reading in February, which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. But we'll, 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 we'll jazz all about that later. Can you guys say what the title is? Or? Midterms. 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 I d- we could, we can say what it's called. Yes. Can you, can you guys say what it's called? Mid. Mid. Uh, mi- uh, Finals. Shit. Fuck. <laughs> no, it's, it's midterms. Um, it's because Midsummer Night's Dream, it's a pun. Do you get it? Do, do you, you get it? Do you get it? I don't get it. Alan, do you get it? <laughs> Alan, <laughs> go look it up. Research. Um, <laughs> Dramaturge. And so, Isabel, here's the question. Mm-hmm. Do you think you are a successful person? I I would say I'm like like pre-successful. Oh. Um, Just because I feel like... Ah, uh, the gift of youth. <laughs> Well, I, I I feel like I'm I've definitely made like m- had massive successes in my life, but I also to say that I'm like a successful person is kind of like I don't know it feels it feels a bit early. Really? Yeah. What do you consider successful? I feel like like I look at my parents and I feel like my parents are successful. Why are they successful? Um, because they are happy and they have a family that they love. Okay. And what, what do your parents do? Um, my dad is in advertising. Um, he is. Does he want to advertise a new musical? Because boy, I got a project for him. Uh huh. Okay. Yes, definitely. He should. Um, my dad's in advertising. He's a producer in like digital media, and my mom is also a writer in advertising. But that is not like their chosen profession. Like, well, it is. But my dad grew up. He wanted. He was a photographer. And he won, he actually won like a Kodak scholarship that got him a semester at NYU. Um, Yeah, like a Nash, like nationwide Kodak scholarship. Like the bear or like the camera? Like the camera. He won like a Kodak gold thing and he won, um, he got like second place like in a nationwide competition. Wow. He's like a super, really interesting uh, black and white photographer. And then he became a filmmaker and he was like producing and directing and um, he's made two feature films. Wow. And then um, my mom is a playwright, and she ran an avant-garde theater in San Diego called The Fritz for a long time, and that's actually where she and my dad met. The Fritz. Oh. The Fritz. The Fritz. Have mm-hmm. you been to San Diego? I have. Did you go to The Fritz? No, it has since closed down. Boo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's okay. 
And wait, so what does she do now? She writes plays? Uh, no, now she's um she also works in advertising as oh, writing, cool. but she does she does write plays and stuff. Interesting. And, and you mm-hmm. go to school. Yes, I do. <laughs> the high school. Uh huh. I go to a whole high school. How's high school? Let's uh, get well, hey. well, like let's. Uh, she goes to a pretty specialized high school. You yeah, know. I go. I do go. I go to a magnet school. Well, and don't get me wrong. What I was asking was not like how's high school. What I really meant was like how's being a high schooler. Oof. These days, yeah, in 2019, yeah. Uh, Let's get our finger. Get your finger ready. Mm-hmm. Put it on the pulse. I got, I got both of them. Ready. Society. Bo- all the fingers. <laughs> and that's just that's. Well, <laughs> finish that. Th- finish that sentence. That's what. She is, that said. is that what she said? Is it that's what she said. <laughs> it's a very. <laughs> so let's she gets real close to that mic. <laughs> that's, that's what she said. That's what she, that's she said. said. Let's let's get it out of the way, right? So Isab- Isabel and I, we've known each other for a year and a half now, maybe two years. Two years. And it's a it's a very singular artistic relationship that we have. We're writing a play together that is about adult themes, and that means everything from like relationships and marriage and uh, you know infertility and 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 hate and love and also means like butts and wieners and and boobies and stuff yes and we handle that in a very appropriate mature uh working relationship that also means we get to say that's what she said all the time which yes, is great it is well this incredible. is interesting because I, the listeners may not understand that this is i guess it's sort of a it's a mentorship type partnership that's yeah. going on here yeah um, i'm a mentor i'm a fucking mentor yeah, yeah. he he mentors can he you does that shit. can you talk about the um how midsummer started and then how it came to be that you guys were put together to work i together descended on this thing? from mm-hmm. the sky yes he did mm-hmm. he said wow we both wear red converse that's true <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um no it was uh so we actually we were in a session of da um we had the assignment to like write a play. We were doing a, uh, an afternoon after class. We were doing like our kind of more creative artistic learning um, and writing plays. And I had come up with the idea of midterms and written a couple of songs, mostly because my friend who is a musical theater major dared me to write her a song. And then I did. Um, and it was the first song I wrote for anyone else. So really... Uh, the reason my midterms exist is because Sarah Bardazek dared me to write a song in biology. So it all existed so that this song could come up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I also had the idea of writing. I had like a couple of verses and I wanted to write a musical, but I didn't really like I wasn't like going to get it done. And then she dared me to. So I figured I should. Um, so we had to write these plays in DA and I came to DA with like three or four songs already written and like kind of an idea formed. And Jill was like, Ooh, this is really good. You're going to play through all of this for me and explain it all to me. Um, so I came over to Jill's house, uh, and which I do often because (laughs) me and her son, Jaden are best friends. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, so I was over at her place and I basically just, uh, did my thing and I read it to her and she was like wow um and she got really she was like I'm gonna she got like serious and she was like we're gonna developing artists wants to produce this and I was like fuck that's so cool and I was also like 14 I was like a freshman that's true you would have been 14 I was like 14 and I yeah yeah. um and and we had just gotten through education revelation we had just finished education revelation and I just really like learned that I wanted to be a songwriter because that's one another thing about DA is I didn't really know that I was a songwriter or I was any good at being a songwriter until I really came to DA and like 
had to be because yeah, Jill write, said yeah, write a song. So write a song. Exactly. Jill's like that. She'll yeah. find things and people that they don't know are there yet, but she'll sense it mm-hmm. and she'll tell them to do it. It's scary. Yeah. yeah, it's terrifying, but it was the best decision I ever made. Um, and so then she was like, look, this is really great, but you you need help. And I was like, yes, I do. Yes, I'm a child. I am 14. I am an <laughs> I actual a child. I have braces and blue hair and <laughs> it's just... It's a mess. <laughs> um, and she said, I I think I know someone that you're going to really gel with. Um, this is this guy, David. David and Andrew that's, Laws. That's me. And I, I don't Those think I had ever met you before. I think I introduced you at the end of Education Revolution. I don't think so. I was like, he's, maybe. He's a Shakespeare guy. Blue Converse. Very and, and I red think Converse. Red Converse. You. Sorry. 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 It, but he was, um, I think Meg. you were also, you had just gotten through doing a show when I introduced you because he came yes, and saw because it. I gen- and I wore and Red I Converse think, in the show. Uh, I think yeah. you were a, a f- kind of a freaked out 14-year-old having just finished the show. Oh, so no, I yeah. I don't think no, you I, remember I do not remember meeting you at all. Yeah. Um. So then Jill, we... we well, I don't remember meeting you at all. Well, out, I swear to God you two, it happened. <laughs> well... <laughs> For all I know, we just met tonight. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah, who is he? Why am I in this house? Strangers. Someone help me. Oh, help, no. help. Ellen, <laughs> don't. Ellen, cut that out. Don't help her. Ellen. She's fine. She has to learn on her own. <laughs> so then um, I, we actually, like Jill went through the whole thing of like renting. We rented like a studio with like a piano for like an hour or so. Um, and it was like a whole thing. And I was terrified of being late and i think i got there like before jill or jen even got there <laughs> um so i showed up and then david eventually showed up eventually what like i, no, I was, rolled in no the thing is he was on time i was like 20 minutes early for well, no you reason showed, you showed me what you got and i was just kind of like what do you why no, am i here you f- you forget that oh, I, don't, I forget no so i showed you what i got and then you i think immediately after jill and jen left she was Jill and Jim. Jill was kind of like, oh, um, like just kind of do it, y'all. Um, write the thing. And I was <laughs> Get like, to it. Uh, and then they left. And I literally think maybe two minutes later, I was crying. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, I you was cry a lot. I, so I, I just they I all do blend cry together. a lot. Um, but I'm surrounded I, in my life by people who cry. <laughs> Happy tears and sad tears and I will I will sensitive people. Take this very brief moment to say that um in Please. many ways I completely emotionally understand Isabel because I know what it is to uh, whatever the heightened feeling is to break into tears. I know what that vulnerability is. Oh yeah. So I whenever it happens to you, I always have the sense of yeah, girl. I and I oh, understand yeah. Isabel because we are both creative geniuses. Mm-hmm. We do a very good job of like We'll we'll be writing something. We'll be writing and writing and writing, and then one of us will be like, mm, and the other one will go, "Oh, here's the answer." And we'll go, "Ah, oh, that's the answer." Mm-hmm. Or we'll go, "Ooh, ooh, what about this?" And the person will go, "Nah, that stinks. <laughs> that's no good." Um, this is so, true. Which so, is a new relationship for me to have, and to have found it in a, a teenager is very interesting mm-hmm. for me. It wasn't wasn't something I anticipated. <laughs> so you had a good cry sesh for no, David. Yeah, and I, I literally think it was for maybe five minutes. I think I was just very overwhelmed at the fact that I was. Sh- it was the first time I was really showing my work to I'm anyone. A, I'm overwhelming. Um, and also, yes, yes. David is very overwhelming. Yes. It's, <laughs> this is something that you should know. It's mm-hmm. a lot. Oh, oh, they know. There's a small percentage of people for whom this is the first episode they've listened to but anyone who's caught even a whiff of the rest of it they they know know. i'm 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 overwhelming megan megan is 
not amused. <laughs> I, I'm just giving him my best side eye. I mean, I, I want to tell you just out of comfort as, as your teacher and your friend that I've, I could think of two really awful auditions that I've done in my life. One of the two was in front of this guy. Do I compliment you enough? Do I make you feel good? D- yes. All right, good. Because you know you're uh, like phenomenal. There, I did it again. Ah. That's the only one you uh, get while you're 16. You don't get another compliment until I know, you're 17. I know. I got to wait it out. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I got to wait till 420, which for those... Your birthday's 420? My, fo- my birthday is actually 420. That makes so much sense. <laughs> I was sense. born April 20th, <laughs> 2002. That's why Isabel's so dope. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I Aries, n- Taurus, Cusp, uh, Cancer, Moon, Aquarius, Rising. None of that means anything. <laughs> it means that I'm me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it actually really works with my personality. My friends are really into star charts. This is what teenagers are. I'm sorry. Wait, we were going to talk about that. Yeah, yes. Wait, what's high school? Um, what's being high a high schooler? Is it zodiac signs? Are zodiac uh, signs back in? It's it. <laughs> I, I don't think they ever went away. No, Hashtag they didn't. Zodiac. Well, they did. No, go, they just they got adopted. Go into, they just no. They just got they adopted were shifted. into like queer oh, culture and like that's one thing I will say is um, for those of you who don't know, I am very. I am a queer person. I yes. am bisexual, um, and. A lot of my friends are either gay or bisexual or just whatever. Um, so it's definitely like among my queer friends, like zodiac signs are a thing. Hmm. It's like a real thing. Why do you think that is? I think it's. I think it please has speak for the queer community right <laughs> oh now. Oh God, um, I think it has to do with something about inherently feeling, especially as teenagers, not only feeling out of place in your identity because mm. you're like young, but also feeling out of place in your identity because you're queer. Anything and, that gives you a and sense looking, of... Like literally looking to the stars to find who you are mm-hmm. and also b- feeling like you can connect with something. Feeling yeah. like, I think that's one of the reasons why like young kids try out so many labels because they want to find something that makes them feel safe. Mm. And it does looking to the stars or to the Zodiac, um, system sort of does it give you guys um a sense of this is the way it was supposed to be i am the way i was created and it's not a mistake yeah and it also it's Mm. it's oddly accurate Hmm. that is one thing i found my mom was super into zodiacs um and astrology and so and she like does tarot cards and it's kind of psychic it's part of a lot of healing practices it's like a sister science of yoga and all that stuff it's part of ayurveda it's all that yeah (laughs) so uh, she did my whole chart when I was born. Don't do fart sounds. We're, David, we're talking about nice things. We're talking about good stuff, and you're just ruining it. You, this is this is what men do, y'all. This, <laughs> this is this is what it is to, to be do a man. My gender. <laughs> my gender. <laughs> you you leave that out. Of this. Well, does it give? I'm I'm curious. Does mm-hmm. it give? Does it uh, connect you to yourself or to other people or to the? universe i think it for me it definitely grounds me in my it definitely grounds me in myself and who like who i am and and also how i how i might appear or might interact with other people but not in the sense of like oh how do i connect to other people but more like how does me as a person interact with other people Mm. vaguely like um uh like i'm an earth sign but I'm I'm on the cusp of earth and fire, so oh, I just gotta get some wind in there, and you'll be great. September. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you don't have blue hair anymore. No, I do not. Why? Oh God. Um, Why did you and don't you? That was uh, a, that was a trademark for a while. That yeah. was. Uh, I had I wanted blue hair ever since I was like eight years old. Me too. But I, I have, also really want blue hair. 
I had really do it, man. Can I pull it off? Yeah. I'm performing too much now. Back when I thought I wasn't going to act anymore, I was like, now's the time. Now is the time. And then I started acting again. God damn it, David. I'm just the <laughs> we worst. We could have been twinsies. You ruined it. Well, I ruin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you um, create, I destroy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, it's actually, uh, that's a really good question. Thank you. Um, I'm very good at my job. <laughs> no, I, ever since like I was like eight years old, I wanted blue hair. And then when I, I went through a thing of I dyed my hair red for Annie when I was like <laughs> nine years old because I got cast in, as Annie <laughs> and I didn't want to wear the god awful wig. So I like dyed my hair red and then in wow, like a nine year old s- dyeing her hair for yeah, a show. Yeah, my mom was for it <laughs> <laughs> or she allowed it. <laughs> um, and then when I was like, I think maybe like 11, I dyed my I got like my hair dyed um like like highlights like it was blonde for one summer. And that was such a bad look. Cool. Like I, it's <laughs> so bad. And then I dyed my hair purple the school year after that because at the time someone who I'm no longer friends with, but I was friends with had blue hair and I didn't want to get blue hair also because I knew <laughs> they would be defensive and possessive of it and be mean to me. Maybe so, that's why I didn't dye my hair blue is I thought you would be possessive and mean to me. Oh, I, I wouldn't. I like, okay. yeah. All right. I promise David. Let's do it for the premiere. Let's do it. Okay. Definitely. Um, so then I had pretty much on and off like blue, silvery hair for like I think in eighth grade I dyed my hair blue and I like beginning of eighth grade and I had or like end of seventh grade something like that and I had blue hair for like four years yeah like blue or silver hair I mean when I when I first met you you came in with the blue hair <laughs> yeah that's, that's a that's good all I had milestone for we should dye our hair like if if this happens we'll both dye our hair blue um if midterms if midterm i don't know if midterms gets the vineyard maybe uh that's too specific midterms gets the broadway goes, goes to broadway goes off broadway if midterms goes off broadway midterm goes off broadway we're gonna dye our hair blue i'm down for you this. heard it here uh-huh alan type up that contract please fax alan, it over. come on get it get um, it get it going send it in triplicate to my secretary mm-hmm. share make sure to bcc my lawyer share me <laughs> share me my lawyer Sh- send it along with mm-hmm. the bullet points of your favorite things <laughs> yes. Why do you want to know Alan's favorite thing? Because we because care about him, David. He is a oh God, I just hit it. <laughs> little pocket full of joy, and I want to know all of the things about that pocket you know full of joy. Let's do the rest of the episode for Alan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's just do it. Let's just talk about Alan for a yeah. little bit. Yeah, love um, Alan. This might be sort of like a what question. Um, have you had sort of an evolving sense or, or a feeling of what success is to you that has changed or is it changing because of midterms or other things? I feel like it definitely has, but I feel like it has only very recently. Mm-hmm. I feel like Rebel versus Over the Summer mm-hmm. doing Artivism, that was like, ooh, that really just, like doing Rebel versus um, Beat, uh, sex and violence the year before that was really amazing but I think being able to do it again and specifically being able to do it with such it just like a like a magical ensemble it, it felt like a real show and I think the fact that we've gotten the opportunity to perform it again mm-hmm. um, that really makes it feel so amazing and I guess I guess it's just I, I tell this to one of my very good 
friends, my best friend Harvey, um, when she is getting down on herself for the fact that she feels like she hasn't gotten anything done. And I'm like, dude, you are off Broadway. <laughs> you can put the fact that you were off Broadway in a festival like on your resume. Mm. Like that's legit. Is it is success something you think about? It is. Okay. Endlessly. Really? Yes. Talk about that. Um, I am so terrified of, <laughs> of failure. Of failure. <laughs> Horribly. Okay. Um, I uh, when I first came into DA, frick, I'm at there. I'm at there. I'm at the crying thing. I'm yeah, probably gonna do cry. It. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, when I first came into DA, we had, an, I think it was for the first Rebel Versus, we had an assignment that was write a one minute song that was, or like r- do art for one minute. And that's you. And uh, and then we had to do another open project assignment that was, um, I think, write art about something, like one thing someone told you that like stuck with you. Mm. Um, and I wrote one song about who I was. I think it was called Girl Made of Almosts, which mm. I still feel very accurate about. Mm. And then I wrote this song called, I call it Do Slash Don't. It was because my... Like I, in eighth grade, I was like doing, I did, I think I literally did like 13 extracurriculars. That's too many. Uh, yeah, it That's is. That's officially too many. Yes. <laughs> and I was also like in, in, in that I was the student council president and I like was doing DA and I was doing theater and I was doing instrument lessons and dance classes. And I was also doing musicals outside of school. Oh, um, man. I did a lot. And I also like tutored, I think. Um, I did a lot of work. Why? Um, because I really wanted to get into the high school I am currently in. Cool. And I was and scared of that. And I have. Success. It was great. Um, but now. <laughs> but specifically, I um, there was this thing my teacher told me. Um, and she, she and I also like kept up straight A's. I was like a really good student. And there was this thing my teacher told me, and she was she was joking with the um the two advisors. They were joking. They were like, God, Isabel, uh, what can't she do? And that that just stuck mm. because. Like my dad is always my dad always says this thing of like the worst thing you can tell a kid is you have so much potential hmm. because then you never feel like you're enough because like just mathematically like like you have the potential to be infinity, but as a person you can't be infinity. Sure. And so as growing up as a kid, I've just always been told like, wow, you're so mature for your age. You're 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 so you have so much potential. Wow, you're really gonna do amazing things. Like da 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 da. And my dad, whenever I'm like getting super stressed out, both my parents, they're like, "Look, you don't have any potential. You're amazing as you are. Like you don't you don't have to do anything. You just have to be who you are, um, which is amazing." But I've still been told by See, most of the people in my life. This is why I shit on her when we work. <laughs> this is why we have no, the relationship that no, we have. No, you called me a prodigy earlier and it makes me feel that awful. That was only when we're not working. When we're working. You I did know. you did have a vocal reaction to I it. I did. It yeah. makes me I just when we're working, I tell <laughs> no. Isabel, no, that's bad. Uh-huh. Even and he that calls stinks. me mean names. You're the worst. Please leave. Uh-huh. He says he's going to kill me. <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> Ali, cut that. I don't say that. <laughs> he did. He I did, did not say that. That was a character talking to another character. You are blowing that out of proportion. I'm not Alan. <laughs> oh, I just, I just you wanted... You are blowing that Alan He doesn't actually. He's the best. It's very funny. Poor I Alan. laughed much. I just wanted to clarify something for listeners um, in case they didn't listen to Jill's episode. Or I, I, don't even, I actually don't even remember off the top of my head if we explained what it was. But um, 
Isabel brought up something called Rebel Versus. Rebel Versus. Which Rebel is a, a youth arts festival that is hosted by developing artists, which uh-huh. Isabel is a company yeah. member of and I and I teach for. Um, and and I help. And yes, David, David is helps. And Jill is the artistic director of. But every it's an annual youth arts festival where we invite the best youth arts companies, whether it's from the, the New York metro area and a little bit beyond, like some groups from Pittsburgh have come. Yep. Um, and we're, and we're, yep, ATC. And uh, we're reaching farther and farther. Um, so they all do about 15 minute sets of whatever it is they do. It's some dance companies, others a bit more uh, actor based. Um, some we've we've had like uh, readings or workshop type setups Ooh, yeah. of things that were originally written by students and DA yeah. always hosts it, which means they kick off the evening of the mm-hmm. shows. We go first. Yep. And then they sort of like, uh, sort of step aside and, and let everybody else come on in and do their thing. Yep. So. Um, you said earlier when you we were talking about success initially mm-hmm. uh, that your parents were successful. Yes. And when I asked you why, you said because they were happy. Mm-hmm. Is that how you equate success? Is success equal happiness to you? Or does success equal something else? Um... I wish I could say success equals happiness. It doesn't. Say more. What do you mean? Um, for me, I have like a very, like for me, success is like being on Broadway and like being, being someone that like now the people I look up to like Lin-Manuel Miranda and Joe Iconis and like, um, like me. Rachel Bloom and Tim no. Minchin and David Andrew Laws <laughs> <laughs> and, um, <laughs> And and like after Vega, just like just uh, amazing performers that I love, at, or Jonathan Larson's like oh god, holy grail, freaking Jesus Christ, he's amazing. Um, just so m- or Sondheim, sorry, oh Sondheim. Um, <laughs> I'm a musical theater nerd. Uh, like people like that, people I look up to, like 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 being someone um, like oh, so for yeah. you, success is being fame? that. Not necessarily, not necessarily fame, because I don't really care if I'm like famous, famous, but I would like to be someone where like my work, like I'd like my work to be famous. Oh, cool. I don't really care if I'm super famous. I mean, the names that you've just thrown out there are ones that have literally shaped what musical theater is today. Yes. So you want to be like, you want to be like a shaper. Mm Mm-hmm. Which it's big. It's a goal. Hmm. What's your what's your apex? My apex? Yeah. What's your I mean, what's your what's your you I've made it. Um currently the big big I've succeeded is um uh I want to be the youngest person to ever win um a Tony for best original score and or win a Tony for best musical, but as the person who wrote it. That's so specific. Yes, it is very specific. And how long do you have? I have till I'm 28. So basically wow. I have so till I'm 27. Long. Oh no, yeah. The youngest person currently is Lin-Manuel Miranda um, for In the Heights. He's 28? Yes. Dang, um, I'm 28. I uh, missed it. Yeah, I'm sorry, David. Let's, well, it's fine because I want, I want to be famous, but mm-hmm. I want me to be famous. So... I'll be the I'll face s- of midterms. I, I like I want like a little bit of famous, but I don't want you can people, have a little of my fame. But the thing is, I I I don't do well with people. Like I know how to take compliments, but they like situations in which I am getting endlessly complimented. I feel 
I don't feel, I don't want to say I feel obligated, but it makes me feel very awkward. And then I feel like I should compliment someone. So like after a show is always the worst. You're not mm. supposed to do that. Do no. You know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's your instinct, right? If someone says like, hey, I like your shirt. And you want to be like, hey, I like your uh, elbows. Um, but you shouldn't. Psychologically, it makes them think that the whether they know it or not, their brain thinks that it's uh, disingenuine. Oh. So when someone compliments you, and that's the problem, right, with people like us, you just got to be like, thanks. Mm-hmm. No, it makes me die inside. Let's <laughs> practice. Let's practice. Let's practice. Let's practice. Let's practice. Okay. Isabel. Isabel. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. Are you still here? Yes, <laughs> I am still are. here. Isabel. <laughs> I'm definitely not looking at items of clothing that I can compliment. Don't compliment me back. <laughs> You're just going to say thank <laughs> you and move on. Okay? okay. She's just taking notes in her head. That's all. <laughs> Isabel, I like the way you slurp that coffee directly into the mic. Yep. Like, I don't know. I'm drinking some good, good peppermint tea. Yeah, it's also not coffee. You, I, don't, I don't know why I did that. Hey, Megan. Yeah? I like your sweater. Thank you. Ah, uh, we're all so good here. Uh-huh. My my stomach muscles clamped a little no, bit. No, someone though. compliment mm-hmm. me. David. What? I like... Shut up. <laughs> Ma- Alan, <laughs> I like you. And I will always love you. All right. David, you we have buffalo wings on your socks. I do. Mm-hmm. Isabel, I'm sorry. I said shut up to you. It is okay. You can compliment me if you want. David, <laughs> I like your art. <laughs> Thanks. See, I guess that's the that's what you can do. That's your that's your new strategy. Mm-hmm. Is you can just say it weird. <laughs> if that makes you feel better. No, that doesn't. No? It makes me feel worse. You can't just go, Thanks. <laughs> no, because then I'm like, oh, I just feel like cringy, like I feel really cringy if I do that. You know what I've started to do? What? At the end of Drunk Shakespeare is people mm-hmm. will be like, You're, you were so good. And I'll be like, you were so good. <laughs> you see, but that's just complimenting someone and back. Maybe it is. I mean, but that's the thing is it also sort of is disingenuous. Like, like, and that's why maybe in my brain it's okay. But that's my absolute go-to these days is just being like, no, no, you, no, you, you are great. And then oh. like, I was at the Yeah, audience. but the thing is that that works because that falls in line with the show that they just sat through. I mean, maybe. Yeah, that really doesn't work for uh, someone comes up to you and says, oh, wow, I love your shirt. And I'm like, uh, frantically looks at an item of clothing I can compliment. Okay, okay. <laughs> How about this? Um, I don't do it. Right, compliment it, my shirt. Compliment my shirt. I got you. I got you. David, I like I like your sweater. What, this old thing? <laughs> oh, that's bad. Do a question. <laughs> that's not a question. What, oh, this old thing? Oh, Was that it? is a question. Is I'm a question. sorry. This is, I'm a child. I don't know anything. You're learning English. I understand. I just, uh-huh. I just have to say that like this is one of my favorite sort of like comedy creative duos that I've walked in on. Like I've sat in on sessions where they work together and they crack my shit up, but they are also just sometimes the oddest, the oddest little <laughs> oddballs. Us, me, me and me, her? Yeah. Me and David? We're, we are what? the, we are the Trey uh, Parker and Matt Stone of, of adult teenager musical <laughs> writing relationships. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we're going to go to the Tonys together, but uh, mm-hmm. I mean, if we're going to dye our hair blue for off Broadway, what are we going to do? Oh for my Broadway? God. Shave our heads. We should get tattoos. Uh, Isabel, if the, if midterms goes to Broadway, we will get magic tattoos. Oh, my God. Wait, I already have it planned out. <laughs> no, I've actually already thought about this. No, I've been, um, I've, I read something. Um, You've planned for us to get magic tattoos? <laughs> no, I planned for me to get oh, a tattoo. Okay. Um, if you want to get the same tattoo, you are welcome. What is it? <laughs> um, is no, it a big M? No, I want to get like a pan flute uh, with like uh, heartsies like flowers kind mm. of on the side and I want on I want to have five little pan flute 
little things, and I want each of them to have the four lovers' names and Paxton. That's so ma- that's mm. detailed. Uh huh. I was thinking something small. No. I was thinking oh, like have, uh, I mean, like unless you draw yourself, you have to get somebody else to draw that. For yeah, you. I want to get it full. Yeah. Um, full, full thing. All right, we'll talk about it. We'll cross that bridge. Yeah, nothing's written on stone. This isn't. This isn't. A, uh, compliment my shirt again. <laughs> David, you got some nice sweaters. Hmm. David, your shirt's brown. What? <laughs> That's no. Maybe you do that. Maybe you throw them off guard. That's not. And no. then they say, or just do that until wait. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. David, your shirt's nice. Sorry. What? David. Huh? Your shirt. Oh, it's nice. My shirt. Yes. Thank you. And you just spend the time like thinking about what you're gonna say, and then mm-hmm. eventually you say thank you. Yeah. yeah, but then like by halfway through that they've already walked away from you. Yeah, they they're like, I don't like this they're guy. Like, Fuck you. I don't want to. I don't this. like this guy. I'm like, I'm really, I like his I'm shirt. Ma- I'm massively him. disappointed in him now. <laughs> no, I, I, I can, I can accept compliments. It just feels very weird. That like I've always the thing is I think that fame is super cool theoretically. Like I'd like people to sing along to my songs and enjoy the work that I create and but. I also have a really weird thing of kind of being a teenager and also being a lover of art. It's very easy to fall into like the like kind of I don't want to say teenage stalker because that's too extreme, but kind of like the obsessed fan. Mm. And I for me being a fan has like if I'm like a fan of someone first, then I therefore feel uncomfortable wanting to work with them like there are people i really want to work with that like i've met before Mm. and i didn't approach them as like fans i approached them as like wow i love your work and i like always put the emphasis on your work it's always easier to see them as like a potential colleague Mm. yeah instead Mm -hmm. of saying i love you yeah no yeah (laughs) because saying because no i've like seen kids who like freak out over musical theater stars and i just like i know that's probably what they're more used to is like kids freaking out over them but it's still i i have the whole thing of like a fan and like a superstar or like fan or anyone mildly famous has always made me so uncomfortable because it's an incredibly one-sided relationship sure and Mm -hmm. if you say that you love them you don't know them you don't know them like you don't know them at all and you've never met them and like or maybe you've met them once or twice but you've never like spent real time with them and you have this idea of who they are in your head. And I already have a problem with idealizing people that I actually know. I don't want to do it with people I don't know. <laughs> sure. All right. Well, this is this is bordering into our final topic territory. What's your advice? Uh, what's my advice? Yes. Um, don't wait for art to come to you. Go to art. Hmm. Great. I'm going to leave it there. I love that. Yeah. Um, Megan. Yeah. Thank you for joining me. <laughs> As your co-host. I like your earrings. <laughs> Isabel, thank you for your time. Your hair is acceptable. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> this has been Dress for the Podcast You Want. My name has been and always will be David Andrew Laws. Um, dress for the Podcast You Want. We're in season fucking two now, officially. Oh, my God. I know, right? Even um, though it's out of order. Even though it's out of order. Way to pull the kimono back again. <laughs> uh, you did in the beginning. I did. David, and now you've done it. We've you all got a book. All I'm doing you got is just flashing it. the people again. Uh-huh. Don't flash anybody. Book please. it. Book it. Flash um, at the beginning. <laughs> flash at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Get rated R. It's okay. Um, <laughs> if you would like to find out more about Dress for the Podcast you want, and why wouldn't you? We're flashing people over here. Go to <laughs> www.dressforthepodcast.com. You can also visit dimlywit.com. And very big thank you. Big compliment. Thank you to Dimlywit. 
for having us on their podcast network. You can go to dimlywit.com to find this podcast and all sorts of other great podcasts like uh, like Standby and Shorts and uh, Bad Examples with Tracy DeMarco and Jessica uh, mm-hmm. Romano. Romano. I was going to say too many names. <laughs> and oh, and if you want a picture of David in a kimono, let us know and we'll try to fi- figure yeah. out a way to Alan, make that get happen. on that. Alan, David, kimono, post go. Post a picture of me in a kimono, please. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you to our Patreon donor, Laura St. Pierre. We are going to start pushing that Patreon stuff so good. Maybe by the time this episode goes out, we'll have more. Because I have a new assistant coming in tomorrow as of the day of this recording. I'm, I'm going to be like, hey, help. And she's going to help. Uh, so <laughs> go, go to Patreon.com Patreon. and you can help us uh, help support this podcast and podcasts like it. And uh, if you support me, you're supporting Isabel. Uh huh. Isabel's you're the future of America. A poor, mm-hmm. um, you're supporting a poor little little child. A poor unfortunate soul. <laughs> uh huh. Poor unfortunate souls. Listen to that. Listen to that. In Don't you want to support that? No, stop. Shh, stop. Shh, stop. We're gonna get she sued. She harmonized. That was too See? many. She's that, that good. Was too many. Um, we're gonna get sued. There's too many seconds of Disney. And really? They're, they're gonna eat us. They're gonna sue us. I'm sorry. That's fine. Um, Alan, uh, uh, replace that. Replace all. Uh, go back to the beginning and just uh, delete it. Yeah. Right. Bye. <laughs>